when I published Ulysses by James Joyce in my little bookshop called Shakespeare and Company in Paris. Look, look, the dust is growing. My branches lost large in the Stately clump back All perfume, yes, and his heart was going like mad. And yes, I said yes, I will, yes. Friends of Shakespeare and Company read Ulysses by James Joyce. Read today by Keelan Hughes. He had come nearer the edge of the sea, and wet sand slapped his boots. The new air greeted him, harping in wild nerves, wind of wild air, of seeds of brightness. Here, I'm not walking out to the Kish Lightship, am I? He stood suddenly, his feet beginning to sink slowly in the quaking soil. Turn back. Turning, he scanned the shore south, his feet sinking again slowly in the new sockets. The cold, domed room of the tower waits. Through the barbicans, the shafts of light are moving ever, slowly ever as my feet are sinking, creeping duskward over the dial floor. Blue dusk, nightfall, deep blue night. In the darkness of the dome they wait, their pushed-back chairs, my obelisk valise, around a board of abandoned platters. Who to clear it? He has the key. I will not sleep there when this night comes. A shut door of a silent tower entombing their blind bodies, the panther sahib and his pointer. Call? No answer. He lifted his feet up from the suck and turned back by the mole of boulders. Take all. Keep all. My soul walks with me, form of forms. So, in the moon's mid-watches, I pace the path above the rocks, in sable, silvered, hearing Elsinore's tempting flood. The flood is following me. I can watch it flow past from here. Get back then by the Poobeg Road to the strand there. He climbed over the sedge and ely oar weeds and sat on a stool of rock, resting his ash plant in a grike. A bloated carcass of a dog lay lolled on bladder rack. Before him, the gunwale of a boat sunk in sand. Un coche en sable, Louis Vuillot called Gautier's prose. These heavy sands are language tied and wind have silted here. And there, the stone heaps of dead builders, a warren of weasel rats. Hide gold there, try it, you have some. Sands and stones, heavy of the past. Sir Lout's toys. Mind you don't get one bang on the ear. I'm the bloody well gigant rolls all them bloody well boulders. Bones for my stepping stones. Fee, faw, fum. I smells the bloods, uds and irids, mun. Live dog grew into sight running across the sweep of sand. Lord, is he going to attack me? Respect his liberty. You will not be master of others or their slave. I have my stick. Sit tight. From farther away, walking shoreward across from the crested tide, figures, two. The two Marys. 
They have tucked it safe among the bulrushes. Peekaboo, I see you. No, the dog. He's running back to them. Who? Galleys of the Lachlans ran here at a beach in quest of prey, their blood-beaked prows riding low on a molten pewter surf. Dane Vikings, torques of tomahawks a glitter on their breasts when Malachi wore the collar of gold. A school of turlhide whales stranded in hot noon, spouting, hobbling in the shallows. Then, from the starving cagework city, a horde of jerkened dwarves, my people, with flayers' knives, running, scaling, hacking in green blubbery whale meat. Famine, plague and slaughters. Their blood is in me, their lusts, my waves. I moved among them on the frozen liffy that I, a changeling, among the spluttering resin fires. I spoke to no one, none to me. The dog's bark ran towards him, stopped, ran back. Dog of my enemy. I just simply stood pale, silent, bayed about. Terribilia meditans. The primrose doublet, fortune's knave, smiled on my fear. For that are you pining, the bark of their applause? Pretenders live their lives. The Bruce's brothers, Thomas Fitzgerald, Silken Knight, Perkin Warbeck, York's false scion. In breeches of silk, of white rose, ivory, wonder of a day, and Lambert Simnel, with a tale of nans and sutlers, a scullion crowned. All kings' sons, paradise of pretenders then and now. He saved men from drowning, and you shake at a cur's yelping. But the courtiers who mocked Guido in Orsa-Michel were in their own house. House of... We don't want any of your medieval abstrusiosities. Would you do what he did? A boat would be near. A life boy. Naturlich put there for you. Would you, or would you not? The man that was drowned nine days ago off Maiden's Rock. They're waiting for him now. The truth, spit it out. I would want to. I would try. I'm not a strong swimmer. Water cold, soft. When I put my face into it, the basin at Clongow's. Can't see. Who's behind me? Out quickly. Quickly. Do you see the tide flowing quickly in on all sides, sheeting the lows of sands quickly, shell coca-coloured? If I had land under my feet, I want his life still to be his, mine to be mine. A drowning man. His human eyes scream to me out of horror of his death. I, with him together, down. I could not save her. Waters. Bitter death. Lost. A woman and a man. I see her skirties, pinned up, I bet. Their dog ambled about a bank of dwindling sand, trotting, sniffing on all sides, looking for something lost in a past life. Suddenly he made off like a bounding hare, ears flung back, chasing the shadow of a low-skimming gull. The man's shrieked whistle struck his limp ears. He turned, bounded back, came nearer, prodded on twinkling shanks. On a field, tenny a buck, trippant, proper, unattired. At the lace fringe of the tide, he halted with stiff forehooves, 
seaward pointed ears. His snout lifted, barked at the wave noise, herds of sea morse. They serpented towards his feet, curling, unfurling many crests, every ninth breaking, plashing from far, from farther out, waves and waves. Cockle pickers, they waded a little way in the water and, stooping, soused their bags and, lifting them again, waded out. The dog yelped, running to them, reared up and pawed them, dropping on all fours, again reared up at them with mute, bearish fawning. Unheeded, he kept by them as they came towards the drier sand, a rag of wolf's tongue, red panting from his jaws. His speckled body ambled ahead of them and then loped off at a calf's gallop. The carcass lay on his path. He stopped, sniffed, stalked round it, brother, nosing closer, went round it, sniffing rapidly like a dog all over the dead dog's bedraggled fell. Dog skull, dog sniff, eyes on the ground, moves to one great goal. Ah, poor dog's body. Here lies poor dog's body's body. Tatters, out of that, you mongrel! The cry brought him skulking back to his master and a blunt, bootless kick sent him unscathed across the spit of sand, crouched in flight. He slunk back in a curve. Doesn't see me. Along by the edge of the mole he lolloped, dawdled, smelt a rock and, from under a cocked hind leg, pissed against it. He trotted forward and, lifting his hind leg, pissed quick short at an unsmelt rock. The simple pleasures of the poor. His hind paws then scattered sand, then his forepaws dabbled and delved. Something he buried there, his grandmother. He rooted in the sand, dabbling, delving, and stopped to listen to the air, scraped up the sand again with a fury of his claws, soon ceasing, a pard, a panther, got in spouse breach, vulturing the dead. After he woke me up last night, same dream, or was it? Wait. Open hallway. Street of Harlots. Remember. Haroun al-Rashid. I'm almosting it. That man led me, spoke. I was not afraid. The melon he had, he held against my face. Smiled. Cream fruit smell. That was the rule, said. In, come. Red carpet spread. You will see who. Shouldering their bags, they trudged, the red Egyptians. His blued feet, out of turned-up trousers, slapped the clammy sand, a dull brick muffler strangling his unshaven neck. With woman's steps, she followed, the ruffian and his strolling mort. Spoils slung at her back, loose sand and shell grit crusted her bare feet. About her wind-draw face, her hair trailed, Behind her lord, his helpmate, being a wast to Romeville. When night hides her body's flaws, calling under her brown shawl from an archway where dogs have mired. Her fancy man is treating two royal Dublins in O'Loughlin's of black pits. Buss her, whap in rogue's rum lingo for, oh, my dimber whapping dell. A she-fiend's whiteness under her rancid rags. Fumbally's lane that night, the tanyard smells. White thy fambles, red thy gan, and thy quarrens dainty is. Couch a hogshead with me then, in the dark man's clip and kiss. 
morose delectation Aquinas Tunbelly calls this, frate porcospino, unfallen Adam rode and not rotted. Call away, let him, by Quarren's dainty is, language no whit worse than his, Monk words, merry beads, jabber on their girdles, rogue words, tough nuggets patter in their pockets. Passing now, a side-eye at my hamlet hat. If I were suddenly naked here as I sit, I am not. Across the sands of all the world, followed by the sun's flaming sword to the west, trekking to evening lands, she trudges, schleps, trains, drags, tracins her load, a tide westering moon-draw in her wake, tides myriad-islanded within her, blood not mine, Oinopa Ponton, a wine-dark sea. Behold the handmaid of the moon. In sleep the wet sign calls her hour, bids her rise, bride-bed, child-bed, bed of death, ghost-candled, omnis caro ad teveniet. He comes, pale vampire, through storm his eyes, his bat's sails bloodying the sea, mouth to her mouth's kiss. Here, put a pin in that chap, will you? My tablets. Mouth to her kiss. No, must be the two of them. Glue em well, mouth to her mouth's kiss. His lips, lipped and mouthed, fleshless lips of air, Mouth to her womb, oom, all wombing tomb. His mouth moulded, issuing breath unspeached, ooey-ha. Roar of cataratic planets, globed, blazing, roaring, way, away, 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 away. Paper, the banknotes, blast them, old Deasy's letter. Here, thanking you for hospitality, tear the blank end off. Turning his back to the sun, he bent over far to a table of rock and scribbled words. That's twice I forgot to take slips from the library counter. His shadow lay over the rocks as he bent, ending. Why not endless till the farthest star? Darkly, they are there behind his light, darkness shining in the brightness, delta of Cassiopeia, worlds, me sits there with his auger's rod of ash, in borrowed sandals, by day beside a livid sea, unbeheld, in violet night walking beneath the rain of uncouth stars. I throw this ended shadow from me, man-shape ineluctable, call it back, endless. Would it be mine, form of my form? Who watches me here? Whoever, anywhere, will read these written words. Signs on a white field. Somewhere, to someone in your flutiest voice, the good Bishop of Cloyne took the veil of the temple out of his shovel hat, veil of space with coloured emblems hatched on its field. Hold hard. Coloured on a flat. Yes, that's right. Flat, I see. Then think distance. Near. Far, flat, I see. East, back. Ah, see now? Falls back suddenly. Frozen in stereoscope. Click does the trick. You find my words dark. Darkness is in our souls. Do not think. 
flutier. Our souls, shame-wounded by our sins, cling to us yet more, a woman to her lover clinging, the more, the more. She trusts me, her hand gentle, the long-lashed eyes. Now where the blue hell am I bringing her beyond the veil? Into the ineluctable modality of the ineluctable visuality. She, 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 what she? The virgin at Hodges Figgis' window on Monday, looking in for one of the alphabet books you were going to write? Keen glance you gave her, wrist through the braided jess of her sunshade. She lives in Leeson Park with the grief and kickshaws, a lady of letters. Talk that to someone else, Stevie, a pick-me-up. Bet she wears those curse of God stays, suspenders and yellow stockings darned with lumpy wool. Talk about apple dumplings, putosto. Where are your wits? Touch me, soft eyes. Soft, soft, soft hand. I'm lonely here. Oh, touch me soon. Now. What is that word known to all men? I'm quiet here alone. Sad, too. Touch, touch me. He lay back at full stretch over the sharp rocks, cramming the scribbled note and pencil into a pocket, his hat tilted down on his eyes. That is Kevin Egan's movement I made, nodding for his nap, Sabbath sleep. Et vidit Deus, et errant Valdebona. Allo, bonjour, welcome as the flowers in May. Under its leaf he watched through peacock twittering lashes the southing sun. I am caught in this burning scene. Pan's hour, the faunal moon. Among gum-heavy serpent plants, milk-oozing fruits, where on the tawny waters leaves lie wide. Pain is far, and no more turn aside and brood. His gaze brooded on his broad-toed boots, a buck's cast-offs, neighbour He counted the creases of rucked leather wherein another's foot had nested warm. The foot that beat the ground in tripudium, foot I dislove. But you were delighted when Esther Oswald's shoe went on you, girl I knew in Paris. Tiens, quel petit pied! Staunch friend, a brother soul. Wild love that dare not speak its name. He now will leave me. And the blame? As I am. As I am. All are not at all. In long lassoes from the cock lake the water flowed full covering green golden lee lagoons of sand, rising, flowing. My ash plant will float away. I shall wait. No, they will pass on, passing, chafing against the low rocks, swirling, passing. Better get this job over quick. Listen, a four-worded wave speech. Sisu, hrs, rice, us. Vehement breath of waters amid sea snakes, rearing horses, rocks. In cups of rocks it slops, flop, slop, slap, bounded in barrels, and spent its speech ceases. It flows, purling, widely flowing, floating foam pool, flower unfurling. Under the upswelling tide he saw the writhing weeds lift languidly and sway reluctant arms, hissing up their petticoats in whispering water, swaying and upturning coy silver fronds. Day by day, night by night, lifted, 
flooded and let fall. Lord, they are weary, and whispered too, they sigh. St Ambrose heard it, sigh of leaves and waves, waiting, awaiting the fullness of their times. Diebus ac noctibus iniorias patiens ingemisit. To no end gathered, vainly then released, forth-flowing, wending back, loom of the moon. Weary too in sight of lovers, lascivious men, a naked woman shining in her courts, she draws a toil of waters, five fathoms out there, full fathom five thy father lies. At one, he said, found, drowned, high water at Dublin Bar, driving before it a loose drift of rubble, fan shoals of fishes, silly shells, a corpse rising salt white from the undertow, bobbing landward, a pace, a pace, a porpoise. There he is, hook it quick, sunk though he be beneath the watery floor. We have him, easy now. Bag of corpse gas sopping in foul brine, a quiver of minnows, fat of a spongy tidbit, flash through the slits of his buttoned trouser fly. God becomes man, becomes fish, becomes barnacle, goose becomes featherbed mountain. Dead breaths I living breathe, tread dead dust. Devour a uranus offal from all dead. Hauled stark over the gunwale he breathes upward the stench of his green grave, his leprous nosehole snoring to the sun. A sea change this. Brown eyes, salt blue, sea death, mildest of all deaths known to man. Old father, ocean, pre de parhi, beware of imitations, just you give it a fair trial. We enjoyed ourselves immensely. Come, I thirst, clouding over, no black clouds anywhere, are there? Thunderstorm, all bright he falls, proud lightning of the intellect, Lucifer, Deco, Kinescit, Ocasum. No, my cockle hat and staff, and his my sandal shoon. Where? To evening lands. Evening will find itself. He took the hilt of his ash plant, lunging with it softly, dallying still. Yes, evening will find itself in me, without me. All days make their end. By the way, next, when is it? Tuesday will be the longest day of all the glad new year, mother, the rum-tum-tiddly-tum, lawn Tennyson, gentleman poet, ja, for the old hag with the yellow teeth, and Monsieur Drummond, gentleman journalist, ja. My teeth are very bad. Why, I wonder, feel, and that one is going to... shells. Ought I go to a dentist, I wonder, with that money... That one. Toothless Kinch, the Superman. Why is that, I wonder? Or does it mean something, perhaps? My handkerchief. He threw it. I remember. Did I not take it up? His hand groped to vainly in his pockets. No, I didn't. Better buy one. He laid the dry snot picked from his nostril on a ledge of rock, carefully, for the rest, let look who will. Behind, perhaps there is someone. 
he turned his face over a shoulder, rear regardant, moving through the air high spars of a three-master, her sails brailed up on the cross-trees, homing upstream, silently moving, a silent ship. Thank you for listening to Friends of Shakespeare and Company Read Ulysses. The text was provided by our partners at Penguin Classics, whose cloth-bound centenary edition of Ulysses is available now from your local independent bookshop. You can also order it from our website, shakespeareandcompany.com, and get your copy shipped from Paris, inked with the famous Shakespeare and Company stamp. If you're enjoying these free readings and want to show your support, the best way is to become a subscriber to our author interview podcast on Spotify, Apple or Patreon for just three euros a month. In addition to helping fund all the bookshop's non-profit activities, you'll get even more from Kilometre Zero in the form of exclusive bonus episodes recorded in-store and around Paris. Find out more in the episode notes or at shakespeareandcompany.com. Friends of Shakespeare and Company Read Ulysses was conceived and produced at Shakespeare and Company in Paris by me, Adam Biles, in collaboration with our Bloomsday MC, Professor Lex Paulson. Original music is by Alex Fryman, with Flora Hibbard on vocals and production by Adrien Chicot. We'd like to thank all our readers, our partners Hay Festival and Penguin Classics, and you, of course, for listening. <laughs>